Hello again, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode six of this Richard and John series, uh, focusing in on paper two of the edXL GCSE uh, exam. And uh, I'm just going to jump straight in here. This uh, podcast is going to all be about the nature of medieval kingship, what kings were expected to do, what they were expected to be. And that's really important, ladies and gentlemen, because you can then judge this sort of blueprint, if you like, um, against King Richard and against King John and come to that overall conclusion whether they were good kings or bad kings. And that's kind of the overarching question that you should be asking yourself as we go through this series. Now, before I do that, though, I do need to make you aware of two really important keywords. And these are important because you just will be using these words in your exam. It's almost 100% definite. Okay. Now, in order to understand how medieval society works, obviously, you've already looked at the feudal system, but these two words are extremely key. So here we go. The first is the act of homage. Okay. Homage. Now, paying homage to somebody was a public declaration, a public declaration that meant that you were accepting that you are um, somebody else is above you on the feudal system, that they are your lord. You're basically accepting that you are below them on the feudal system. And by doing that, not only does it mean that you're in their service, but it also means that they have certain responsibilities to you as well. This was a two-way thing, folks, okay? That's your first key word. And the second key word you need to be aware of is vassal, okay? And basically, when you pay homage to somebody and they become your lord, you become their vassal. And as I said before, a lord has certain responsibilities to to his vassals. Uh, This is really important, folks. Later on in our story, King John pays homage to one of the popes and becomes his vassal, which has massive implications for him. Okay, so now we're going to look at the uh, responsibilities of kings in general in medieval times, what they were expected to be in general. And as I said, so you can judge this against Richard and John's actions later on. Okay, so first and foremost, kings were expected to be knights. They were expected to be in charge of the royal army and lead it into battle. Okay, unlike today, kings were supposed to wield their sword and be at the front of the battle lines, in the mix, in the midst of the battle, showing their bravery, showing their strength, and showing their prowess in battle. Totally different today, of course. You know, you wouldn't expect to see Queen Elizabeth with an assault rifle, you know, running, you know, up the beaches, you know, uh, with her soldiers behind her. It'd be a great image to have. Not that I advocate violence, of course, but but it's just not the way it's done now. In medieval times, that was absolutely what was expected. King had to be brave, had to be a successful soldier, basically had to win the respect of the people around him, okay? That's what it's supposed to do. It's supposed to be a a strong character and supposed to defend the realm against any foreign invasion. So the first thing, they had to be a knight, they had to be a soldier. King also had to be a governor. Okay, the king had a duty to govern the realm or govern the country well. Okay, the king rules pretty much how he wanted, pretty much. I mean, there were some rules in place, particularly in England, um, you know, since the, the, sort of, the sort of dark ages that, that sort of put some... Um, 
barriers in place that meant that kings just couldn't do what they wanted. But essentially, folks, king had a heck of a lot of freedom. So the king had to make the key decisions. He had to appoint the right people to help him run the country. Also needed to raise a lot of money. Okay, supposed to look the part. He was supposed to be an impressive character. Supposed to display that image of power and wealth. Okay, so that people would look up to him. Um, also cost a lot to run the realm, so, you know, needed to raise money. In medieval times, judgment wasn't free. Justice wasn't free. If you wanted to, if you were accused of something and you had to go to the equivalent of courts that we have today, you had to pay for the king's justice, okay? And quite often, folks, the king had to settle disputes, not just legal disputes, but also, you know, amongst his barons and amongst his people as well. Sometimes the king would would um, sit as a actual judge when people were put on trial in his own court and uh, he would also send judges around the country as well to settle cases so the king was expected to be a good judge and expected to be fair as well arguably most importantly the king was supposed to be pious he was supposed to be a priest he was supposed to be religious and he was supposed to sort of embody all the values that Christianity embodied. He was supposed to be the pinnacle of that. He was supposed to be somebody that everyone else looked up to. Okay, remember, people believe that the king had been appointed by God to rule over them. And they expected the king to protect, support and respect the Catholic Church. It got a little bit messy when kings and, and popes fell out. There was no sort of strict guideline as to who's in charge. I mean, you know, who do you look to in that situation? If you're a devout Christian, do you look to the king? Do you support him or do you support the pope? If they're saying two different things, who do you support? That was a major problem in the medieval period and a big problem for King John as well and his barons when he falls out uh, with um, his, uh, his nemesis, Pope Innocent. King finally was supposed to be a good manager. The king was supposed to consult his barons about scootages and, and, and taxes. Um, he was supposed to involve them in any key decisions. And that wasn't really a requirement. It was more sort of good form. It was a convention. It was the done thing in medieval times. And it was heavily frowned upon if a king didn't do that. Seems like I'm mentioning John a lot rather than Richard, but John didn't do that very well okay he had his kind of inner circle of mates and he didn't consult key barons that he didn't consider his closest friends and that's one of the reasons why he fell out with them so much but a king was supposed to make his barons feel safe and secure wanted and valued Okay, uh, that's it for this one, folks. Hopefully that's given you a good blueprint of what a medieval king is supposed to be. In the next session, we're going to start looking at Richard and John themselves. I'm going to give you a little bit of background history about who they were and where they came from specifically. So you can start judging them against this blueprint and start figuring out or not whether they were in fact good kings or bad kings. Uh, that's it, ladies and gentlemen. I hope to see you next time. Uh, take care.